apocalypse, Mr. Bandai. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Bemmers, you're listening to Dark Side's Couch. I hate to badger you about listening, liking, and subscribing. I'm Mike. Mm-hmm. This is James. I'm Shay. Oh, great. Now I don't have to do anything at the end of the show. Nope. Fuck, man. I feel like a, a shill. I know. That's why I had you do it for so long. Yeah, I hate it. I was actually thinking of pawning that off on Shay's, have her do all the closing stuff. I, I Just as long as I maintain my integrity. Yeah. <laughs> you're not doing any commercials for anything unless I- somebody offers you money. I'm okay doing the end if you want. Well, I don't know. We could talk about that. You could you could put together something for the end so I can take a little bathroom break. I have a <laughs> bladder the size of a tablespoon. Do you have a weak bladder? I bet no, you do. I do, I do not. I no, bet. I do not. It may not be the greatest bladder, but it's there a perfectly is an fine episode bladder. Where we dis- where there is an episode where we specifically address this. And I think I also drank more than you. So no, we all drink the same amount. Yeah, you're right. We had a contest. Yeah, we and, did But we all contest. drank the same amount. That had to be a thing. Did we drink the same amount? I don't yeah, see that me. Was part I, don't, of it. We have, I, I don't see me following any rules whatsoever. Yeah, that's probably true. But I mean, it felt good afterwards. That's the best I've felt in years. I also won. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I don't even remember us doing this, so I can't remember the rules. <laughs> the rules it, was I their, it was who could hold their pee the longest. It's a new episode every week for Mike. All right. <laughs> it's, it's the same. We've been looking at the same Badger comic book for 47 weeks. It's like, uh, oh, I've already did those episodes. I got to do yeah. new ones. Yeah. I'm not doing this again. I'm not remembering. We're <sighs> recalling information. I wish I could. I wish I would have remembered the Badger because uh, the Badger's awesome. Yeah, the Badger turned out to be pretty awesome. The Badger is badass, which I will say, like, at the end of last episode, this came up on the wheel, and I mentioned I'd heard this was actually a cool character, and it's probably the truest thing ever said on this show. Yeah, a, a, a knife-wielding exercise enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. crazy? He's real crazy. I mean, everything he did worked out. Yeah, he was right. It's just, he, you know. He's high-functioning. Let him out. Yes. Let him out, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> just, like, just like us. He, yeah. th- he got out. He only got out because Reagan shut that bitch down. <laughs> oh, oh, like I wasn't planning to make those same comments. <laughs> This is a story about the, the mental asylums getting shut down and uh, crazy people just roving the streets because it was Ronald Reagan's America. Right. I like that this is a frequent thing that comes up in our podcast. It's shockingly <laughs> relevant. And also, we read a lot of 80s comics, which is the decade that he fucking wrecked. So, like, it comes up a lot for us. It's a big decade for us. How much medical debt do you think the inmates at Arkham Asylum owe to the state at this point? Maybe that's why they keep committing crimes when they get out, is because they got to pay the bill. Is it state-run? I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe Bruce Wayne owns Arkham Asylum, and he funds that shit. (laughs) He's charging him? (laughs) Yeah, he sends him a bill. For some reason, the Riddler's not paying his bill. He needs a new jet. So like he lets he lets the Joker out like he does it's, like yeah it's like when you hear the story I don't know if it's actually true or not about the guy that robbed the bank in order to go to jail and essentially like have health care or get fed because yeah. he was homeless oh, or something I saw that. yeah yeah it's called reality it's called America <laughs> it's called Mike's backup plan I saw uh, some uh, videos I guess a new trend in like San Francisco and it's I think it's even spreading to Chicago is for 
you know, retail theft is a big thing to like steal things from like CVS and resell them on the street or, or sell them to like the organized crime syndicate that resells these things on the street. And uh, they realized that I think it's in San Francisco. As long as you don't steal more than $950 worth of uh, uh, retail goods, there's basically no consequence. So now there's video of uh, just people walking into CVS with like a trash bag, taking things off of the shelf and just walking off and nobody even tries to stop them. And there's like four security guards standing there filming it and nobody does anything. Uh, I mean, uh, what did they think was going to happen? I mean, you could. I would assume they would get arrested, but I guess they uh, they feel like it's not worth the hassle. I don't know what's going on. I agree with that, though. We should uh, take. Well, there's back usually the- yeah, there's usually uh, stipulations at places that say you know don't chase them down because that's a liability then on the yeah. store. Yeah. But also there was that thing a couple, not even a couple of years ago, quite a few years ago, where the uh, security guard got shot at the Walgreens in Chicago. And it, I don't think it was theft related, but still, I think that would probably change some shit. Well, the important thing is, did he recover Walgreens stolen property? Did he protect <laughs> Walgreens interest? Has uh, Walgreens, uh, how bad was their their profit loss due to this? Uh, I didn't the, look that up. Oh, due, due to the security officer dying or due to the retail theft? The retail theft. Oh, I don't know, actually. Because if they're still open, then... Uh-huh. Who cares? Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to take more than a, than a, a handful of a, a spate of uh, people stealing a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff off the shelves. It's just the fact that it's so uh, flagrant and they just don't care that there's a security officer filming it and they just do it. Uh, yeah, OK. I mean, it's just it's just psychologically it's crazy to me. I mean, fuck Walgreens. It's like the badger. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying not fuck Walgreens. I mean, I, I actually am. did. I actually I no, I'm not saying not fuck Walgreens. I actually did some work with them in the past, and there's some things I can't talk about. But yeah, uh, fuck Walgreens. Ooh, you can tell me later in secret. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you secret discretions. Um, <laughs> I do want to mention one thing from last week before we get into this. Uh, it's another in the ever increasing series of Dark Says Couch corrections. Uh oh. Um, yeah. Is it uh, me? S- no, it was actually this is well, you contributed. You certainly enabled me. Oh, but there no, you go. Uh, Last week, I disparaged beloved American actor Tom Hanks uh, by claiming he was in blackface in the film Cloud Atlas. Remember oh, this? okay. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I was incorrect. I apologize for the damage done to Mr. Hanks' reputation, any undue stress I've caused him. I will be very clear right here. Tom Hanks does not appear in blackface in Cloud Atlas. He was in yellowface. You know what's crazy? I, uh, he was in uh, yellowface, and that no, doesn't seem to... Uh, the day after we recorded that... Uh, that was on the first channel on the TV in the hotel I was staying at. Oh, yeah? Like, like as soon as I turned the TV, Cloud Atlas was on. And you watched it for the horribly insensitive uh, racial stereotyping? No, I just I thought that was a crazy coincidence. Mm. Did you even, did it even register with you that he was in Asian makeup? He wasn't in the scene that I saw. Oh, okay. Well, somewhere in that three-hour movie or whatever it is, uh yeah he's he's wearing asian pantomime and uh that's uncomfortable all right well i'm 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 deeply upset he hasn't been uh ruthlessly canceled by now he so there is it was a very big thing at the time it was a big thing at the time and he kind of i guess shrugged it off and got away with it he he kept himself from being canceled i did read that there it's it's a weird this is how like society kind of eats itself as i've seen we're living in a society because I guess some people on the left are a little mad at Tom Hanks, not because he did anything racist, but because he didn't do enough work to combat bigotry. And 
that's a little silly. And then Fox News picked that up and decided to blow it up into a story saying that the left has viciously and vigorously canceled Tom Hanks, which also isn't true. So it's become this weird circle jerk of of who's actually being canceled and who's canceling who and and what each side actually believes in. And Tom Hanks caught in the middle. I hope Tom Hanks comes out with a series of like super jingo rah rah pro America movies. He, yeah, just out of spite. He seems like, like that kind of guy. Like that kid from The Office who makes all those CIA movies. Uh, What's his oh, name? Oh. John Krasinski. John, John Krasinski. Yeah. Oh my God. He makes CIA movies. Oh, is yeah. he a CIA agent in those? He's movies? not. He's he's the new Jack Ryan. Well, everybody wants him to be Reed Richards, so which probably means he's going to be cast as Reed Richards because that's how Disney does these things. But uh, smart, I, I, I can't buy it. It is smart, but it also is sort of like uh, you know homogenous and dull. No, Ryan Reynolds changed everything. Yep, that became a thing where it was like, yeah, just cast the most obvious person and people will show up. Brie Larson was the same thing where everyone just said the fans just like threw their Doritos at Disney and said that's who you're casting, and they did it. All right. Well, who is Brie Larson? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. See, it was it didn't uh, make an impact on people. No, I watched it in theaters, and I thought it was very generic. It, exactly. Sometimes you need to switch, switch but, it up. Sometimes you need to hire a Heath Ledger. But like, Do you consider Samuel L. Jackson the same thing, even though they mentioned in the comics? Um... I guess I, don't know, I guess it's sort of both. I guess it's a snake eating its tail because like they made that was it the Ultimates version of Sam yeah. of, uh, Nick Fury that looked like Sam Jackson, and then they cast Sam Jackson because everybody wanted it to be Sam Jackson. So it was kind of well. Like, I thought in the comic they actually say that like he would want Sam Jackson to play him or something like that. I think there was I don't know. Inter- I didn't read it. So. I, I I heard an interview with Sam Jackson where he uh, brought it up to the creators of that comic when when. Mm-hmm. And he said, because you guys use my likeness without asking, you better cast me as Nick Fury in your movies. I'm sure that was like eight months after negotiations had started. Probably. I mean, a cool thing to say. In I, bet, I bet. I don't know. Uh, this is, he's also the same guy when they asked him what color lightsaber he wanted. He said purple. And they were like, no, that doesn't exist. Yeah, and he was just like, no, purple. purple. <laughs> that shit is canon now. Yeah. 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 I mean, they were going to get around to it eventually anyway. It's not like they had any other ideas. No. Mind that. Just a toy commercial. Yeah, calm down, everybody. Um. Anyway, this has nothing to do with Disney. This nope. is the no, Badger. Not yet. Uh, yeah, not yet until they buy First Comics. Yeah. The deluxe series. Ooh. Ooh. Two twenty-five in Canada. Can you believe it? Well, it was a do- which was a dollar seventy-five in America. This was in nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. How much are comic books now? Expensive. You're you're hard pressed to find a comic that's less than three ninety nine. Most are four ninety nine and up. That's not as bad as I thought. Um, Actually, four ninety nine is exactly what I thought it would be. Well, and keep in mind also that a lot of uh, a lot, you know, their page counts have gone down too. So it used to be twenty two, twenty four pages, and a lot of books are twenty pages now. So, so it's the twenty char- pages. Charge them more for less. Charge them more for less. I mean, it's kind of to a certain extent, it's understandable, but it's also it hasn't scaled correctly with inflation. I don't know. It's it's fucked up. Um, they're expensive. They're too damn expensive. That's why I trade weight most things. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this is the Badger issue eight from 1985. It's a book called In a Coma in Nakoma. Hilarious. Yeah, it is. Uh, written and created, I believe, by Mike Barron, who wrote a lot of Punisher back in the day, as well as a bunch of Valiant stuff, including our boy Magnus Robot Fighter. Wrote, Ooh. wrote for Magnus. Yeah. Uh, art by Bill Reinhold, Jeff D, and Sam De La Rosa. The Badger. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's talk about this cover here. Yeah. The Badger is uh, he's he's wearing a track pants, right? Mm-hmm. 
He's yep. got a, a 90s Marvel X-Men top on. In the 80s, so very fashion forward. You know, he's got a, a, a very a blonde 80s haircut. And he's got two knives with a hand, like finger guards on them. And he's swiping them at this hy- like green hyena monster. Who's we'll find out is like a demon. He's a demon. He's, he's like got, a low level demon. He's yeah. got uh, and he's got tiny wings that probably don't work. Well, and he looks like Killer Croc with um, hair. Yeah, and some horns. And the wings probably are like their pinky fingers, where like they're just it's a remnant of evolution, and he's gradually losing them. Oh, it was, it was very convenient of the badger to cover up uh, the demon's penis with his with his arm. That was very very thoughtful. Thank you, mm-hmm. badger. But look though, he's sw- he's swiping at it with his knife sword. Well, he's—I think he's swiping at the guts, but you know, he might—he might miss. He is crazy, after all. He's crazy, swinging at dicks. Yeah, if you're naked, if you're gonna fight a crazy person, put on pants because you don't know what they might do. And uh, uh, the demon has like a pineapple head. Yeah, well, kind of, like scales. What fruit is that? Um, like a kumquat or it's a... like a blowfish. That's not a fruit, Mike. What? No. <laughs> Yeah, we need to get you the, the cooking channel on your TV. <laughs> what? Fish apricot? not fish not fruit? Are you thinking of an apricot? Yeah, I'm thinking of an apricot. Or not an apricot, I'm sorry, an artichoke. Artichoke, that sounds yeah, you, about right. You can't just eat grilled chicken. At some point, you need to spice that up. Watch me. <laughs> hey, James, what did you have for dinner last night? Oh, I mostly eat grilled chicken. This Broccoli poc- and carrots and rice. I have to say, we're probably the only comic book podcast where, all, where the hosts all have uh, visible abs. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. coming in. It's coming in well. They're popping. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. It's. I mean, I've been. I'm so on a humble. crusade against. I've been on a crusade against the eight pack for a while now. It's just not fair. Yeah, it's until it comes. Until it comes in. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 don't don't believe me. I'm gonna turn tail on this real quick. Dude, are you kidding me, bro? Yeah, one day it's gonna come in. One day I'm gonna have those abs up to the pecs. We're just gonna have to do like a group shot of just like mm-hmm. our twelve packs. Yeah, yeah they're gonna, they start putting them on the side. I got a couple abs <laughs> under the arms, just wherever you can shove them in. Just start drawing them on like uh, it's always um, sunny. Yeah, get that ab abber going. We're gonna be ricocheted. Yeah, that's what that's gonna be the new slang for like absurdly shredded abs. Ricochet, and then like a Megadeth riff plays. Yeah, have yeah. that ready to go at all times in your life. Nice. Uh, all right, well, let's get into this crazy ass thing. Yeah, there's I don't, a, a. How did I not pick up that first comics was from Evanston, Illinois? Oh, so I didn't either. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, Evanston. I don't know why you were seeing. At I don't the know top of the page, that. at, at first uh-huh. you page you just scrolled by. Well, yeah. I got a lot of scrolling. Oh to do. yeah, there it is, Evanston, Illinois, first oh, comics. And this there's is a, a there's a drawing yeah. of the Badger uh, arm wrestling uh, Sylvester Stallone from uh, that trucker movie about arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but with top. kiss over, makeup. Over the top, yeah, kiss makeup. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Badger is trying to win back custody of his Canadian geese, <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. which will be relevant in a little while if you haven't read the book. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, this in it, it is set in Wisconsin. We were talking about that as a joke at last episode, but no, this is like a Wisconsin thing. Oh wow, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, it's set in Wisconsin. Uh, he does have a logo that looks like a basketball team's logo. Um, Go yeah. me. Yeah, that's, it's accurate. That's what this was. And here, the bad guy from Happy Gilmore uh, gives us a tour of uh, <laughs> yeah. the insane asylum that the Badger's living at currently. Right. It opens up with a tour, uh, breaking the fourth wall, talking to us. Yeah, thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate being drawn in like this. <laughs> thank you, abusive uh, mental ward in. officer. 
Yeah, it turns out this guy's a piece of shit, and he's just getting his jollies beating up the the uh, inmates. Officer? I meant orderly. God, I'm dumb. Did you say officer? Yeah, uh, I meant orderly. I couldn't think of the word. Well, now it's too messy for me to clean up, so it's all going to have to stay in that way. Right. It was now gonna that know I've how, referenced it. Everyone's going to know how I'm like some moron. I do my best to edit all of us down on our idiocy, and I just some days some days I just can't. It's it's gonna be like a a, a fan letter. It's gonna be like, I love Dark Side Couch, except it seems like Mike doesn't grasp the language he was born with. <laughs> this, this is the problem with maybe doing Twitch streams of of watching movies or something is that uh, there's no editing. That's fine. I and mean, the, you don't edit that much. I think we can much. do it. You don't edit that much, dude. You leave in a lot of like. Stupid shit. For the well, I love the stupid shit. That's kind of I base the episodes around that. I'm not, not here for the information. Uh, okay. So they go into the asylum, mm-hmm. and this is where I get my little Easter egg. The first character Ooh. they talk to is very clearly Ed Gein. Oh, is he really? His friend is his name is Fred Bean. He oh. butchered six women and dressed them out. And mm-hmm. then if you look at his face, he has the telltale. Um, Ed Gein had something with his eye, like a mm-hmm. cyst or something like that, and so he had like a little bit of a droopy eye. Okay, uh, are you talking about the dude sitting with the overalls? Is that who yes. we're talking about? Okay. Yes, yes, the dude sitting with the overalls. Yeah, and then the other one, uh, Hubert Pismo or Dismo yeah. or something. I'm sure is a reference, but I don't know to who. Oh, he killed the whole family. Killed his uh, wife, kids, cat, dog. That could be so much. Yeah, but he he claims hippies on acid did it. And uh, uh, the obvious choice, of course they did. Yeah. I mean, something's got to take those guys down a peg. He's an innocent man. I can't have those hippies clogging up my unemployment line. Hippies, of course. If somebody knows who this serial killer is, or or at least spree family murderer is, is, please let me know. It has to be hippies because who else would have the time in the day to commit those that number of murders? Not a working yep. man. Yep. And then uh, we meet uh, the star patient at the asylum, a dude named the Badger. He uh, apparently goes by Norbert Sykes, but nobody ever calls him that. He's just the Badger. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, laying in the corner against the wall. Which just- it, it, it seems like later that he has multiple personality he disorder. He has um, like seven different dis- personalities. Yeah, disassociative identity disorder, I think, is the the proper term now but so norman sykes is one but it seems like he is the lowest of them he, yeah norman so this so the badger was a vietnam vet or rather more specifically norbert sykes was a vietnam vet and uh after that he his brain split into a bunch of directions and norbert sykes is basically non-existent amongst his other personalities and uh he's laying up against the wall uh either playing possum or playing badger uh, I think he's just sort of like semi-comatose. It's hard should to we, say. Should we talk about what a badger is? An uh, animal? I mean, if you have some information, I was going to look up badger fun facts, and then I chose not to. Well, maybe we should. Let's look up All some right. uh, badger fun facts so then we don't okay. look we don't look like idiots. Well, there's, of badgers. course, the viral video of honey badger. Yeah, well, that's pet. a honey badger, though. That's honey badger don't, yeah. Oh, look at that adorable beast. Aww, it's like, it's like Wolverine. Oh, there is also the um, the viral badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom, a badger, badger. It was on the Simpsons. Uh, is that a season thirty-oneer? Because I don't know. I believe. I thought that was the one where it said um, the in the doghouse. It's probably Millhouse. I think that's the badger one. 
Okay. And then I they look I... up what do badgers eat. Okay, yeah. And what did badgers eat? Snakes. So okay. a badger is like a wolverine, pretty much. Kind of like a wolverine. They're born blind and helpless. Yep, just like me. Uh, what are badgers afraid of? Ooh. Uh, European badgers are more afraid of human voices than bears, wolves, or wolves. Well, I wonder what happened it's, in, its, in its youth. Yeah, and its collective consciousness. Uh, young badgers are cubs. Oh. Uh, can a badger kill a human? I'm going to say yes. Every animal can kill a human. Let's see. Honey badgers killed. Uh, Prey by emasculating them. Yeah, they emasculate things by letting them bleed to death. Wow, wow. What a dick. Pretty cool. I can see why he called himself the badger. Now that yeah. we know that they're so ruthless. As long as he doesn't call himself the badger cub, because then that's just a, a hairless, blind uh, piece of nothing. Also, the one that well, talked about again. emasculating them was the honey badger. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Daddy. Well, Slip into the honey badger's honey pot. Um, so uh, our dude, our uh, guide here, goes up to the badger to, I guess, just fuck with him, to kind of maybe do some Three Stooges stuff with his half-alive body there. Um, and then Badger goes into reflex mode and beats the shit out of the orderly. Yeah, you keep saying whoops every time he, like, fucks him up in a different yeah. way. Yeah, he's just being a dick. He's adding insult to injury by saying whoops as he assaults this orderly. Yeah, yeah. and then starts singing zippity-doo-dah. He's a so, fun guy. So they said he was, like, comatose like that for a long time, so they just let him, like, lay there against a wall that whole time? Well, maybe they, they pull him out periodically and prop him against the wall, like Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, I see. But was he just pretending to be comatose just so he could just catch this dude? All excellent questions. I thought that I took it as his other personality was essentially activated once he started fucking with him. I think we don't know because we also apparently he can talk to animals, but nobody seems to be able to figure out why that happened. Because so I think there's a lot of ambiguity about what exactly he is. In fact, at one point in the 90s, Dark Horse simultaneously published two competing origin stories for him. They, a super serious one and then like a silly uh, poppy cartoon one and i guess neither of them are canonical or both of them are yeah all I'm right just, rad yeah we don't know we don't know you know it's very hard to nail down what the badger is let's do the super serious one i think it's called shattered mirror and the other one is called like the badger super fun color pop animal or something <laughs> okay <laughs> which one's which horse. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might be surprised whoa we'll well so this goes on for a couple pages breaks his arms but yeah. knowing what we know about the badger, he easily could have killed this orderly. And the orderly like, shakes his fist at him. Yeah, he should be yes. lucky that he left him alive. Shake yeah, harder, he could boy. have gone all fucking kill Bill on him. So uh, the other orderlies come to help out, and they kind of they chastise him for just beating up inmates. Yeah, they're like, that's almost a fireable offense. <laughs> well, we're going to have to discharge you to the police force. Uh, uh, get out of here, common problem. <laughs> I'm going to give you a badge and a gun. Initially, their only concern is the fact that he had swapped uh, ships or, or uh, mm -hmm. wards with somebody else. They didn't give two shits about the other stuff. They were just like, where is the other guy? That's potentially a big problem. If, you, if, you, if the paperwork falls apart, then this whole society collapses. You let Benny the child molester take over your child ward? <laughs> that seems like a fundamental conflict of interest. That's it. That's strike two, mister. Was that bad? And there he is, reading a book about molesting kids. Yep, yep, yep. So, <laughs> what a great day, switching shifts. So night falls. I know that's how I feel whenever I switch a shift. 
I just sit sit around congratulating myself about it. <laughs> and pat yourself on the back with a yeah. with a fake hand on a stick. Yep, I got a ham sandwich. I sure did switch that shift. <laughs> uh, so then we see Nightfall in the uh, in the coma state. The the uh, it's, it's not a penitentiary. It is an insane asylum. Right. Yeah, yeah, but you know, spot the difference. Yeah, there's really no big difference as far as Ronald Reagan sees it. Yeah. Except one, he wants to keep around. They're gonna be they're gonna be outpatients. <laughs> yes. That'll work out. They're just free roaming inmates. They're just gonna be walking around and bothering the public with their insanity. Now we all know schizophrenia is a made-up disease. Fake news. You all heard about AIDS? Well, stop listening to it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want anything to damage my beautiful mind. If you guys keep telling me about AIDS, I'm gonna sick my wife on your music. <laughs> that was Tipper Gore. Was it? Oh yeah, it yeah. was typical. What did and, uh, and mine was Barbara Bush. So. The war on drugs. Oh, the war, the war on, on drugs. drugs. Oh, that would have been that would have been funnier. Really been enjoying that band. It's a quality band. War on anyway. drugs. Oh yeah, war on drugs is great. I like the war on drugs. Anyway, so we see Nightfall at the asylum, and uh, we see this dude. Uh, I think it's a Pismo dude. Yeah, the Hubert Pismo. He's breaking out. I don't know why he was allowed in the laundromat, but he went into the laundromat and he's breaking out. Yeah, right? easily. Easily, no problem. So well, I mean, turn honestly, the, tear this off the window and run. That would be like I'm not going to reinforce the laundromat as that well if I'm designing an asylum and trying to save a couple bucks. Like, who's thinking about going to the laundromat? Inmates yep. don't like clean clothes. No. Yeah, no. they do. Yeah. They do. So uh, then we see the badger, and he's kind of meditating, and he's starting to lose his mind. And then a grasshopper comes in and uh, tells him to get ready because there's going to be some sort of big conflict coming up. And apparently, this really happened. Because there's no one around to, to, to inform him about this, so apparently the grasshopper did talk to him. Is this the visitor that he talked about? How he had a visitor yeah, the night before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I didn't put two and two together with. So uh, then we have our orderly, our disorderly, if you will. Oh. A problem. Yeah, this guy's a Beep. real problem element. <laughs> yeah, which is why he gets uh, fired. Yeah. So I'm he only on strike in. eight. <laughs> He's very mad about the only three strikes. Uh, Which but actually, then he yells at the doctor and says that it's his three strikes. Which I didn't quite understand. He's well, like, because, I'm fired. You're fired. <laughs> he, he fire. He fires the uh, the the what is it? The warden? The dean? I don't know who it is. And he's actually he acts shocked. Yep. And <gasps> then he has to leave. <laughs> he leaves. No, I'm the fucking warden. And, and then we never see chair. him again. Nope. Yeah. He has to go home and tell his wife that he just lost his job as the warden of the <laughs> insane asylum because some guy told him so. Yeah, and, he, and his wife pulls off his clip-on tie because that was the sign of his respect. Yeah, she just yanks it down, takes the kids. Also, I think we're using the wrong term. Again. Yeah, it's a warden. I don't think it's a, it's a warden, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. The guy in charge of doing cruel things to the inmates. Well, apparently he's going to eat shit too because inmates are constantly escaping. So yeah. he doesn't look great in this either. No. So anyway, so then uh, Magneto shows up. No, right? I was going to say Andy Griffith. <laughs> he does. He's got. Yeah, he's so got Matlock Matt, walks yeah, in. Yeah, Matlock. He's got a pipe. Yeah, he's wearing a white suit. He's got a pipe. He's wearing no, a doctor's uh, jacket. It's a white jacket, which still looks like it, but he's not wearing a white suit. And he says, "Now I see you have a, a man in here named the 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 Badger, but I know him as Opie." <laughs> yes, he is a redhead. That's maybe what he's so angry about. No, he's blonde. I, I come for my son, Opie. <laughs> he doesn't look blonde in this next scene. He just doesn't look blonde, I think, in that, yeah, just in that w- one panel, pretty much. I just came from Barna's funeral, and I want to see my son. <laughs> what is it? So what is this guy here to do again? I forget what he's I here to do. I don't know. He's he here to some sympathy. Smoke a, uh, stink up the room with a pipe. 
Yeah, he kind of goes to the warden and he says, yeah, you might want to ease up on the badger because you haven't noticed he's fucking crazy and he'll kill all of us. He's a Maybe. rival warden. He just goes over there and stinks up his like office with pipe smoke. Yeah. Fuck you and fuck your insane asylum. There's a big alpha beta dynamic amongst the uh, the wardens of various asylums. For sure. How's your superhero? Badger? Pff, we got Wolverine. Yeah, we got the well, Wolverine. Was Wolverine ever in an asylum? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Seems like yeah, something would have happened. Yeah, it seems like something that he... All the all the psychological scars he has. Oh, he's fine. Walk he's it off, fine. Logan. He committed atrocities in the 1800s in the Civil War, but still. Use those long Hugh Jackman legs and take a walk. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, we get a scene with a couple of uh, the Badger's friends coming to visit him, and the Badger is wearing uh, like a crop top shirt. Badger right? is dressed how I want to be dressed all the time. Yes. Short shorts, like a short basketball shorts like they used to wear in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And uh, then a, a shirt with uh, no sleeves and exposed midriff. Yep, and socks so short you can't even see them over the lip of his shoes. Hey, ankle socks. Yeah, I've got some of those. Ugh. What do you wear when you're like running or something? No, I'm I'm, I'm sign of just like oh I love them. You can get those aren't hard to get. Like no, there's I, nothing I, keeping you from acquiring those. No, expose my body. Yeah, I do feel weird going out in shorts. I don't. Everyone mm-hmm. take a look. I became mm-hmm. a shorts guy this summer. Oh, wow. That's an yeah. important part. That's what like kind second of shorts? puberty. Just like a pair of normal shorts. Not jorts. I'm not going to... Well, I, was, I was wondering if they were cargo shorts. No, I'm not wearing cargo shorts. No, we still got some people in the event entertainment industry wearing cargo shorts. Like, that's okay. No, I'm not doing that. It's yeah, just a pair of shorts. Got that loop on the side for holding their hammer. That they yeah, don't or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can carry an eight-ounce hammer. I'm not going to, but I could. I guess. Uh, so, so he's got a couple of friends, right? And they're here to talk to the badger and tell him, listen, you really got to let up on all this, this badger shit and just act like a normal person or you're going to be in here forever. He's like, badger doesn't he, care. And he's like, well, oh yeah, I'm being here forever. Never to have a job. Yeah. Free food every day. Man, it really suck if a president Reagan decided to shut all this down. And then they say, well, there's no chance that would happen. And they what? laugh and laugh. <laughs> like no society is that cruel. <laughs> Head doctor? Head doctor? Oh, it's like the, the person asylum? that runs it. Did you find out? I, I, I saw various things, but it seems like most people seem to think that head doctor or uh, superintendent. Oh, like the lead physician. Grand dragon? Which the yep. guy with the, the balding guy was a doctor, so that would make sense. He's a doctor. What about Andy Griffith? Is he a doctor? Or yes, is he that's a, why is he, he a, called him doctor. He's a rival doctor. He's just a gadabout. He's an antagonist. Looking for his son, Opie, with his midriff exposed. <laughs> yeah, and so the Badger, uh, he has no interest in playing along. He talks about the fact that he just kind of, like, keeps messages for all his various personalities. He also doesn't like, like, some of his personalities dislike other of his personalities. They don't get along too well. He's got, yeah, big, he's got big letters tattooed across his chest, Mayberry. Yes. Yeah, he's oh, got yeah. a little Crazy Jane going on inside him. An old English font. Yeah, an old English font. Yeah, no, he predates Crazy Jane. He's Crazy Jimbo. Hmm. Uh, and so uh, they're like, well, I, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. we got to get this guy out because we have to use him for our own nefarious purposes. We can't just have the state using him. Is he taking, like, practice bumps in a wrestling ring? I think he's doing, yeah, he's practicing his pratfalls in the background. Oh, Again, right. well, he's that's crazy. Exa- that's exactly what he's doing. Well, he's a superhero who falls a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was before everybody had like Gore-Tec uh, body armor and everything. 
All right. I guess the best way to toughen up for that is to do it. Yeah, the best to fall on the ground and get yelled at by your dad. That'll toughen you up. Good job, son. Keep falling on the ground. <laughs> you call that falling? I want to hear the calcium breaking in your back. <laughs> all right. And uh, so then he goes off, and he's very upset that he doesn't have his geese. All right? Yep. Yep. I guess he's got some geese that he really wants. He's trying to ask them to bring his geese. Who knows if he's just making it up or whatever. Again, he's crazy. Pretty obsessed about the geese. Pretty obsessed about the geese. So uh, one of his friends tells the other friend, hey, why don't you talk to your rich uh, boss and see if maybe he'll spring to have him released from the from the ins- uh, insane asylum. Uh, but it turns out his boss is also crazy. Well, his yeah, boss is like a wizard. looks like Anton LaVey. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's some kind of a mortal wizard. He's a fifth century druid who uh, was like put in a coma for fifteen hundred years. We're calling him Ham. His real his real name is like twenty letters long, and it's mostly gibberish. But it there's a lot of comas. Yeah, we got a lot of people getting hit in the head. A lot yeah. of comas here. I thought he was immortal. Uh, I mean, he might be able to negotiate it. But yeah, he's Anton Lavey. For for the sake of brevity, we'll just say that's Anton Lavey. No, well, I, and he also talks about a, a deal, so that might be. Yeah, because he wants something. So he's he's on the face of it, he's worried about his business dealing. So he, he doesn't really want to spring the badger. He doesn't want to pay to for the upkeep and uh, the toilet training that the badger would need and everything. But he realizes that he has a very special mission that the badger might be able to help him with, and we'll come back to that. He's uh, thinking to himself, oh, I love the 20th century, all the glorious capitalism. Yep. It's still the 80s, so he can grab women, and there's no consequences still. Oh, that's is... right. So as a, as a man from the Middle Ages, I imagine that would seem yeah. right at home. This worked out perfectly for him. Yeah. He's got another 15 years before that's going to become a problem. That's right. They're going to cancel this druid. <laughs> Motherfucker, I've been canceled for 1,500 years. Then you can stop me with your Twitter campaign. He's like, I have an uncanceling spell. Mm-hmm. So then uh, we have the Badger hanging out with, with uh, Andy Griffin again. Mm-hmm. Did I say Griffin? Griffith. Andy Griffith. Griffith. Yep. Yeah, Griffith. Yep. He goes, now, Opie, I just want you to come home with Daddy. Uh, yeah, inappropriate. Son, I have some terrible news. Barney is dead. He was eaten alive by a bear. Probably killed by the Badger, if anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He was, killed, he was killed by, he was eaten alive by a Badger, and then now the Badger starts having flashbacks of his own I I Badger <laughs> of eating Barney alive. I planned it for months. It looked like a it looked like an actual badger tore him to pieces, and he's just yeah. remembering doing it himself. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's that's why he's staring into nothing. It was the best day of my life. I could still hear his screams. But all he cares about today is getting his geese. He wants the four hundred fifteenth squadron of the fighting Canadian Honkers. Pretty great. Um, he's wondering why they're not here, and he misses them, and he's really condescending and shitty about it. Right. And there's another man dressed like he's ready to exercise shows up. Yeah, and he actually says he's there as like a physical therapist, and he's there to 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 give the the uh, the badger his training session today. Wow, who's paying for all this? Uh, I think this is all part of the plot to basically sneak him out because it's not real. I, he's not actually his physical therapy physical therapist. I think he's uh, kind of there to keep an eye on him. Maybe he's a crime fighting buddy of his. Yeah, they're both very flexible. They are. They spend some time just kind of flexing with each other, and it's great. Yeah, they do, and just and mm-hmm. stretch, stretching out each other's legs. Yeah, this should happen. Top a gun. Lot. This should happen so much in the eighties. So, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two 
is known as a film that has a ton of gay subtext, like a crazy amount of gay subtext. And it involves a couple of guys who are often like working out together and spotting each other in the gym and everything. And I didn't know that when I watched the movie. And after the movie ended, I mentioned to somebody and they went, oh, is that the, the super, super gay one? And I said, no, no, it wasn't super, super gay. I mean, they're all people working out and everything, but I just thought that's what they did in the 80s. I just thought everybody just behaved that way in the 80s, and that's what movies and television had led me to believe. Wait, they didn't? Apparently not. Apparently in the 80s, when you would see that in a movie, that was gay subtext. I thought, that, I thought in the 80s, everyone was just spotting each other. That's what I thought, too. I thought it was just, that was a cultural thing. But they put in Nightmare on Elm Street, and everyone went, wow, this is, this is definitely about young male homosexual identity conflicts. Huh. Like, oh, I just thought we were all super into fitness and, and helping each other out and wearing short shorts. And I, I do love squats and short shorts. And they look at and these guys, it's fucking Quadzilla here. Look at yeah, this. They really they're great. love it. <laughs> they're looking fantastic. And they can do splits. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're flexible, too. That's going to oh, be yeah. That's functional. Yeah, for, for whatever. Yeah, you don't. Well, for crime fighting or escaping from asylum, you don't just want to be bulky. You want to be flexible. It's functional. You know, uh, I think uh, I love this. The bottom panel, he's like throwing a straight punch, and his buddy just kicks him in the chest. Yep. <laughs> well, you never know what's going to happen when you're fighting a dude. Like villains what, what don't fight do? fair. Yeah, really, exactly. So uh, I guess they managed to spring him, but before they managed to spring him, I guess what really convinces uh, Anton Lavey to to pay to get him out of the asylum is that I guess he owes a debt to a demon. Anton LaVey does. Right, okay? and the, the demon's like uh, the house cat, and he like he's bringing dead birds and shit to the window just so, you, so you give him praise. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, but this is actually the demon's minion, and this, is, this brings us into our killer croc dude. We actually don't see the actual demon in this issue, um, but the demon that Ham, uh, Anton LaVey guy, has an issue with uh, has sent one of his demon minions. Yeah. And every night, the demon minion is, uh, with a, with a shit-eating grin on his face, by the way, uh, he's just leaving corpses of, of people and animals outside of Ham's house, which is really going to lower the property value. It yeah, will. Like, and he's demanding that uh, the, our druid fellow gives a better tribute to his master. Yes, yes. I, tries, I must he, have my tribute. Well, and at the same time, at least to Anton LaVey, who seems to be a little bit of an asshole, uh, mm-hmm. the dude's not killing anyone like that's a good person he specifically says he had a very high clerical rating and so anton Levey is like well he was just a fucking parasite on everybody and yeah. then the other person he ends up killing isn't a good person either what did the dog and the cat do oh they know what they did yeah, yeah. they were bad boys they, they were they were married illicitly but yeah that might be the, this might be a john wick scenario of where that's what that's what's wrong I don't know. I, I think Ham is just, you know, upset about the curb appeal. He's going to sell this mansion. He can't have bodies hanging around. That stench is going to be there for months. Luckily, he has a corpse-moving motorcycle ready to go. Or was it like a, like a dirt bike? What is that? It's like a so he, yeah, he three-wheeler? Overalls, he puts on his overalls and his hoodie and gets in his, like, a three-wheeler corpse. Yeah, corpse like a motorized removal. tricycle. Yes, yeah, it's like a little, it's like an ATV uh, that he, he uses to transport the various corpses that get left around his property. And, and the, de- uh, the demon, the demon starts Simba talking to him. Yes, <laughs> he appears in the sky to just remind him. By the way, respect. And uh, uh, the demon is played by uh, Jim Carrey, dresses the Grinch. He does. He does look like the Grinch again. He we won't stop with the fucking grin, and it's really pissing me off. I get why Ham doesn't like this guy. He's like, fuck Doctor Seuss. I thought we canceled that guy. <laughs> 
Ham and Ham, aka Anton Levey, uh, he takes his corpse out. He digs him a grave. Apparently, he's probably got a whole cemetery made up for this kind of stuff. Actually, it looks it looks like yeah, in the scene where he's burying, there's at least two corpses. Shit happens. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a couple. Maybe he's just burying a couple for some friends. Yeah. Or, going to cemetery? Or, the, or it's the other part of the guy. Oh, you yeah. heading to the cemetery? Can you get rid of this? You think when the um, de- when he uh, opens the window and sees the demon on the corpses, uh, the demon's just like shitting out what he's already eaten? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> he's just the ultimate sign of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't he? Yeah. So then we see that I guess the badger's friend lives in Anton Lavey's house. It's a big house. Yeah. Well, it's a mansion. You know, whatever. Uh, and he's like, uh, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to, I'm going to get the badger out of the asylum. I'm going to pay for him and we're going to take care of this kind of stuff. Uh, but you got to train him. You got to house train him. And, uh, then you have to have him fight this demon guy. That's giving me shit. She's like, I don't see how that's going to help him. (laughs) Help him. Here, give Uh, him his badger costume. She throws it at her. (laughs) Toughen him up. Make sure he's wearing it. Yeah. I like that stuff. He needs to push through his psychological trauma. I like when people dress this way. So uh, somebody goes to see the the superintendent or whatever of the asylum. Head doctor. Mm, Head doctor. The head doctor of the head doctors. Hey. Uh, And so this dude goes to talk to the head doctor and tells him, hey, uh, did you know the Badger is a fucking Vietnam vet and that's why he's got all these problems? You should probably release him. Oh, I love it when they say uh, we're, we're, we're in the army. We don't forget our own. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, that does happen a lot. <laughs> that happens most of the time. Uh, it doesn't happen in uh, Saving Private Ryan, my favorite Tom Hanks vehicle. <laughs> there we go. Why didn't I think of that last week? <laughs> that's a good movie. Yeah, that's, a good my, movie. That's, that's also my favorite Vin Diesel movie. Is he in that? Yes. Really? You're sleeping on Iron Giant. Vin Diesel's in Saving Private Ryan. Is he the Iron Giant in Saving Private Ryan? Yes. No. He's shared universe? And all he says is, I am Groot. It's, while it's, driving, it's, while driving yeah. some kind of supercar. I am Groot means uh, that this is all about family. <laughs> this sounds like a Phantom Lady production. This sounds like something directed by Mike as Phantom Lady. Yeah, yeah. but you yeah. know what the rating's going to be, right? Uh, oh, some sort of pun. Triple X. Uh, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, joke. that's not funny. I get not that. Funny. Vin <laughs> uh you know what the movie's gonna be though? It's gonna the trailer's gonna have all that stuff, but the movie's just gonna be me and Vin Diesel playing Dungeons and Dragons. He was yeah. into it. He was a big fan as a kid. And I'm dressed as Phantom Lady, of course. Mm-hmm. I think he mm-hmm. said one of his tattoos is something to do with his D and D character. That fucking dork. And as soon as he said that, his wife left him. <laughs> Does he have a wife? Not anymore. Not anymore. Not yeah. After she found out of his Magic the Gathering yeah. card collection. That's what a man apart was about. Dealing with the fact that his wife left him for being a fucking dork. Fellas, do you want your wife to leave you? Start playing World of Warcraft. I married you because I thought you can't possibly be a dork and this stupid at the same time. I bought the, uh, when I bought World of Warcraft, it came with the divorce package. (laughs) (laughs) That's the deluxe, yeah. Only available in pre-order. It comes on a Lazy Susan, so it's easy for people to sign it across the table. (laughs) It's called a prenup order. I'm sure there's been some divorce hearings where it's like... What what is your reasons for divorce? He just plays World of Warcraft all the time. Yeah, he's a fucking dork. I ain't put judge went, oh, case closed, and put on some sunglasses, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then exited to a, a Megadeth riff. He, he's like, <laughs> he's like, sweet. He's like, woo. 
court ends early today. Off to the beach. He's got his surfboard. He just runs out the door. And there's a beach right outside the courthouse. Oh, that's the only reason I took this job. Right, <laughs> right by the beach. Ronnie Dangerfield is, is playing the judge. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is all part of the machinations to get the Badger released. Yeah. So they agree to release him, and then there's like a $5,000 bail, and that's all it takes. And uh, Ronald Reagan is sitting in the audience watching this thinking like, oh, my God, look, yeah. at these mental patients have so much money helping them out. They don't need this place. Yeah. If, if they just would have waited six months, Reagan would have had them uh, out on the street anyway. So like, well, they can all just pay $5,000? Anyone can do that. I think this will work out just fine. I do hate this country so much. You got to have that tax break for the corporations. Uh, I have to continue incubating Jeff Bezos. He's growing him in like a microwave. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he grew him in his own private microwave in his lab in the Oval Office. The radiation uh, from that uh, that microwave is what gave him his Alzheimer's. Oh yeah, well yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it for capitalism. You know what it was? It was the Bezos fetus inside the microwave just absorbing his strength <laughs> the over time. Bezos fetus. The Bezos fetus in the microwave was absorbing Ronald Reagan's capitalism strength. Yep. Draining that's about, it from that sums up the show pretty well. He's just drooling on the Oval Office and <laughs> Bush is like looking at the microwave in the corner and like with dread. Yeah. Knowing the implications. That's why he only lasted one term. Yeah, he had to get out of there. Yeah, to get out the hell out of there. That, that man, that man killed JFK, and he couldn't take this. It's like I, I've done some dark shit, but this Reagan guy is a fucking uh, psychopath. Is that true? I say that a lot. I have no idea if that's true. You do say, you say it, you say it so much. I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna believe that now. I'm gonna believe it myself. I've heard that before. I've heard stories that Reagan, at the, that George Bush was. Uh, Part, well, he was head of the CIA, wasn't yeah, he? No, that's what led. He became CIA director after that. Oh, that's how he got that promotion. Yeah, and they say and they Good they job. say he was there. They, he was at he was there during the parade, and mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of shadiness involved. But I don't know if any of that's real. It was George Bush and uh, Ted Cruz's father, right, hanging out on the grassy knoll, right, eating chips. Yeah, eating chips, playing with a gun they didn't realize was loaded, That's and they right. inadvertently assassinated JFK. Yep. We need to get out of here. <laughs> it was pretty much just an Abbott and Costello routine. And they blamed that dumbass commie they ran into the other day. They were like, who was, who was the name of that young man who just came back from Russia? That commie bitch. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Let's say he did it. I can't. I really need to get some of that software that allows you to manipulate uh, the audio of speeches, and I really need to hear George Bush saying, commie bitch. <laughs> anyway, all right. So they end up releasing the Badger, uh, and uh, the Badger bonds with the uh, the limo driver, because I guess they were both in Vietnam, or, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah who has a very in... hard name to say, Wonk-ton-donk? Yeah, Wonk-ton-donk. Uh, <laughs> you know, Wonk-ton-donk, is that the name of the, no, that's not uh. the name of the other demon. I don't know, there's a lot of weird names. Yeah, yeah. The the actual de they mention uh, the demon that uh, what's his name Anton Lavey is in with, and uh, he's got a crazy name too. Yeah. Speaking of names, Larry. Uh, I'm sorry. The Badger calls everybody Larry. Yeah. And we don't know why at this point. It turns out Larry was his abusive father's name. So whenever he's uh, beating up demons and bad guys, he's just imagining that he's uh, fighting with his father. And uh, they they say, all right, what you're gonna do is you're gonna you're gonna dress up as the badger and kill this guy that's bothering me. He goes, well, I don't want to kill anybody. 
Yeah. yeah. And then he says, well, he's not a body. He's a demon. He's not human. And then the guy, and then the badger is like, oh, fuck yes. Oh, yeah, Let's do this. Demons. He's like, I'll maim, but no killing. Yeah. Do you have a personality in there that will kill? Because we don't need the badger necessarily. He's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I got a bunch of them. Why don't you This ask? guy kills dogs. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's going to John Wick this demon. Yeah, but that guy's still in the in the asylum. You're going to have to bail him out separately. I imagine he's uh, still in the asylum and none of this is happening. Very possible. Very possible. This book ran for like 70 issues and he's been revived several times. Wow. Sweet. Like, I mean, so you think it's a St. Elsewhere thing where it's just going to pull out and it's been in his head mm -hmm. the whole time? Yeah. If I had my druthers, every story would end with the snow globe. Yep. Yep. Or, That's uh, how I want every story to end. Or uh, Bruce Wayne realizing that he didn't kill anybody. Was that was that something we read? Is my brain that shot what that was I don't that? This? Uh, I called him Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale. That's okay. what I meant to say. Okay. From uh, American Psycho. Oh, okay. All right. That's, well, how, that's how that movie ended. He, he turns into Batman, but wakes up and realizes they didn't kill anybody. <laughs> Did he right. kill the cat? Uh, I don't know. I just heard that that was the mean of the ending of the of the movie, was that uh, he just had a nervous breakdown. I mean, it sounds not, like just a, an ambiguous ending that doesn't have a, a set yeah. ending. It's yeah. like Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, whatever. It's, it's always what bothers me when like a movie or a book has a, an, a purposely ambiguous ending and then people fight over what actually happened. It's like, dude, they didn't forget to film the ending. Like there is no ending. It's ambiguous. If I was the director, I'd be like, you can't figure out what the ending is. God, you're dumb. You fucking beta piece of shit. Idiots. So obvious. Only Fuck twelve, you. only twelve pack chads get the get yeah. the ending. <laughs> I have packs you haven't even seen yet. You don't even know where they are. My biceps are abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just abs that I just had no other room for. This is, you're all just abs. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is abs. I mean, that's the thing. That's why it looks that way. Yeah, that's what I was to say. Maybe that's what's on this demon's head that makes him look like an apricot. Yeah, he's got abs. Tiny little abs on yeah, his forehead. He's circling his head to protect his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and punch me in the skull. And Do those it. aren't and those aren't horns; those are toenails. Uh, okay. So they they spring him out, and uh, Anton Lavey Ham tells him, "All right, we got a big project for him, right? And it's time to just get straight into that." Also, the the dude who uh, pretended to be his physical therapist uh, is filming all of this. Like he brought camera equipment. Right, and everyone's cool with it. Well, yeah, this I guy has three doing. careers by the end of the comic. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's called being a millennial. It's called being a... Renaissance uh, man. It's called being a renaissance man, yeah, like yeah. Danny DeVito. So the demon shows up again, bur it bursts through the, uh, what was it, the porch the porch doors? Yeah. Yeah, he got on ground level somehow. I don't know how this and, happened. Uh, and we can you know see... What he, you know who he looks like? He looks like a giant gremlin. That's yeah. what he looks yeah, like. Looks like a gremlin. He looks like Spike. Head. Yeah. 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 That, uh, and he, uh, when he burst uh, open the door, he his hands are covered in blood. He killed more dogs, and he just exposes himself to everybody. No, he's got a loincloth or a, a pubic. Cloth. No, he has a lot of pubic hair. Hey, look at this. That's what Wolverine looks like. He comes in very proud. Man. He comes in very proud. That's legs why he scants. He gotta uh, groom that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. You can't go full bush. No, you're you're playing World of Warcraft. No one's ever gonna see it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel doesn't need to shave. No, anything. Vin Diesel doesn't. He has <laughs> like he shaves his head like that to so. That, but then his like his like his bush is huge. Yeah, nobody's nobody's coming down there. Nobody cares. He's Vin Diesel. 
Didn't yeah. he do a Street Sharks commercial? God. <laughs> he did do a Street Sharks commercial. He also did a breakdancing like, promo video or something as a kid. Good for he's, him. He's a dork. Uh, yeah, that was a guy that just thought, like, well, I'm a nerd, but maybe if I get super jacked, everyone will think I'm cool, and it didn't work. Uh, that was my <laughs> thought, and it also didn't work. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, uh, so the demon shows up and says, hey, fucking look at this. Killed another person. And uh, the badger doesn't take to this at all. No, no, he uh, he flying uh, Ryu kicks him. Uh, not not a kick from Rai, as we saw yeah. last last week. Not he, that's he not. He does that not. Guy. Yeah, he does not yell Rai. He does not yell Rai. Although no, he, if he did, that would be incredible. He says your history and then kicks him in the face. Yeah, he calls him Larry. The Badger is played by Gambit. Or yeah. uh, or Shatterstar. Oh, with the with the head with the whole head brace thing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got that '90s thing where you're like the top half of your head is covered, but they leave your hair exposed. He's like a uh, Shatterstar mixed with Luke Skywalker. Yep, and just a little bit of David Lee Roth. A little bit. Boozy, boozy, bop. And he's got Malaysian butterfly swords. Yep. Yes, he does. Although and he that that he may be lying about that. He is crazy. He pulls them out, and uh, then he has a he has a knife fight with the demon. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that in reality, like you said, dig my my Malaysian butterfly swords and just pull out like two empty toilet paper rolls. No, he <laughs> pull he pulls out like just like Walmart knives that he just bought. <laughs> They're just taped to his hands. Yeah. I mean, that would be brutal to get stabbed with. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to deal with this so guy. Blunt. Well, and then they then they have a great uh panel set up that it's like uh Mortal Kombat or something. Yeah, looks great. <laughs> This looks great. Yeah, they run at each other, and you can almost see their health bars. The yes. creator of, of uh, Mortal Kombat read this comic. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ed Boon. Uh, New Ed Boon. Yeah, Noob Sailbot. That's <laughs> that's the character they named after him. It was his name backwards, wasn't it? Cybot. Cybot. The name is Cybot. God, we know too much about Mortal Kombat. I watch Mortal Kombat tournaments on Twitch. Mm-hmm. That's what I do with my life. Are they playing the, the original games? No, they're playing the new ones. A.K.A. the only ones that matter? Oh, the new ones are good. Calm down. I don't know, man. You're fucking, I mean, I, th- you this gatekeeper. Is coming, this is coming from somebody who hasn't played a Mortal Kombat game since, like, Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, the so, last two were really good. I liked them. Okay. I know they got, like, they try to make them more, like, side-scrollers and story games eventually and, 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 like, quest games, and it just it didn't seem like it worked at all. That was 20 years ago, you boomer. Yeah, yeah recently. Dude, <laughs> Like the la- I'm t- the last video game console I had. Not not talking about just playing games on my PC. The last video game console I had was a console. PlayStation console. console, a, a Han console. console, uncle, a con- a Han console. I th- I think there's a good chance I'm saying the words correctly and you guys aren't. Shay, I think he, I think James is wrong on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're saying console, like yeah, the console of console. somebody. Console. All right, we got fucking Miriam and Webster here. Fine. Uh, the console. Console? Console. Cons- oh, console. my God. It's like you're from a Con. foreign country. It was PlayStation 1. I had the PlayStation <laughs> 1. That's the last time I had an actual physical game machine. Well, that's why you're a success. Honestly, I- any success I have had in my life is probably attributed to not playing many video games. Absolutely. I play tons of video games, and I am a bum. No. Nah, you're not a bum. If someone says, if you say something detrimental about yourself and someone starts goes, eh, you're not, that means they're about to lie. 
I'm not lying. <laughs> and then I'm they raise, gonna... then they raise their voice, ex- exclaiming that they're not lying. I'm not going to say it's a 180 from being a bum, but I'm just saying it's it's a little <laughs> off. It's 90 degrees away from being a bum. I don't play video games, but I'm also kind of a bum, so I'm between you guys. Oh, that's wow. uh, oh really? What would you bum your time with? Running the gamut. Depression. That's what video game players do. Yeah. That's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you schedule your day a little better. You can be both depressed and play video games. There's yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not escaping my reality for yeah. nothing. <laughs> hey, what do you think I'm trying to get away from here? Why do you think I'm playing the video games in the first place? <laughs> right. um, but anyway, yeah, they have an all-out brawl, or at least the Badger believes they're having an all-out brawl. Yeah, and this is a pretty bloody fight. It is. Well, he's a demon. I mean, actually, the, the Badger well, kind of kick, kicks, uh, kicks his ass. Yeah, yeah, and then he straight up minces him. Well, the Badger, so the Badger's, first of all, let's mention he's got like a Badger claw for an insignia on his chest, right? Mm-hmm. And right. so the demon lunges at him and sinks his claws into the Badger claws. And so the Badger says, I've already got one of those and well, cuts uh, the demon's hand off while it's still stuck in his chest. Yep. He cut off the hand before that. Whatever. Like, it's when he pulled away, he had a hand stuck to him. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. Badass. And then the uh, the demon uh, tries to uh, make light of it, I guess. But uh, the Badger doesn't seem to give a shit. I think the demon's feeling very uncomfortable and he's realizing he's in over his head and that uh, this guy is way crazier than him and he needs to uh, he needs to try and lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, yeah right. which I love is a, I honestly love this little exchange because the demon gets pissed and says, uh, what manner of demon are you speak? And <laughs> hey. the badger's response is woof. And then yeah. he says, speak again. And the badger's response is woof, woof. He's great. The badger knows exactly how to throw somebody off their game. <laughs> yeah. And then the next panel is my least favorite panel in the comic. This is crazy. Oh, the demon starts breakdance fighting? Yeah. Not fucking with you. He gets on, he does a head spin like Alfonso Ribeiro, and uh, the demon actually does Ribeiro? a breakdancing head spin. Oh. Something like that. Uh, you know, you know, Carlton from Fresh Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he does a head spin. I don't know what's implied is that that the badger maybe did that. We don't know exactly what happened between the panels, but like the badger like made him spin on his head or something. I think that the, the, that's just the fighting style that the demon has. Yeah, he, I thought the demon chose to do that. Yeah, I thought he was well, just a dance fighter. He should have broke that out earlier because he was getting his ass handed to him. And then uh, the, the badger is so upset from his rhythmic dancing that he chops him to pieces. He Fatality. does. This is brutal. Like he, he just lays into him and cuts all of his limbs apart and then he minces him (laughs) he does he minces him he sat there tearing that demon's body apart for hours and then he made a nice stew out of it yeah meanwhile that one guy the the trainer is still recording yeah but anton lavey is loving this shit look at this oh yeah that is a shit eating grin this is exactly what i was hoping for uh so yeah uh the badger keeps on it yeah he minces him down to like a fine paste on the ground yeah, I don't know how serious this book was supposed to be. Uh, uh, I don't know I don't either think... because then Anti LaVey straight up just hoses the demon off. Yeah, yeah like, like a proprietor a... at a drugstore just cleaning the sidewalk. Because this is like a Garth Ennis book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. but we missed that. Uh, or no, actually, we're here uh, that mm-hmm. the guy that he had murdered was mm-hmm. the Hubert. Uh, Pismo. Pismo guy, the the yeah. family annihilator. See, that that's why I made a point of mentioning him earlier, so that this would call come back around full circle. Well, yeah, but I had mm-hmm. also said that he's not killing good people. The badger mm-hmm. was and like, this is the hey, second I know person this guy. Where, like, what, this demon wasn't so bad. He was kind of doing good things for society. 
other than the dogs and cats. Well, I if you hate if you're like me and you hate pets, it's just perspective. Why? What the? Why would you hate a pet? I think I I don't like them in the city. I think it's stupid. This, so you hate the pet? Like they chose like a dog got a lease and you're like, yeah, hey, dog, get the fuck out of my yeah, city. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get out of the city, we, dog. You don't we don't need no here. dogs in this city. Didn't you read dog? It says we no don't dogs like your allowed. kind. No, no dogs, dogs allowed. allowed. Yep, That's right. Uh, <laughs> like, I have uh, my upstairs neighbor. Uh, I would hear uh, things like bouncing on the floor at random times. And it was really pissing me off. It's like, how, how is he coming home and just like dropping bowling balls? What the fuck is this guy doing? And then it dawned on me. No, that's probably a dog like dropping his rubber toy over and over. And suddenly it didn't bother me at all. Cause I just imagined that like, this was the dog coming back from a hard day at work. And this is how he relaxes. Just like dropping a rubber toy on the floor over and over. <laughs> and it didn't suddenly it didn't bother me at all. And then you had yeah. to move because you killed the dog. Yeah, well, I'm not going to put up with it. No, of course not. You can't reason with the dog. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He's not self-aware. He doesn't all, know what's going on. All he understands is pain. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the fight goes swimmingly for everybody except the badger who's almost dead. He's you know, fine. Yeah, they patch him up a bit. Yeah, they do patch him up. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? The wetter locus... Yeah, Wetterlochus is the name of the demon that Anton LaVey has been feuding with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that some crazy shit happened. I don't know. I'm completely lost at this point. Yeah, that's the so, end. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much the end. There's a couple more twists. Yeah, uh, Anton LaVey is like, uh, this went swimmingly. I'd like to keep doing this every day until this badger fucking kills himself. I, I will sign up for this. Yeah, I guess he hates the badger, too. I don't think he hates the badger. But he's, making him, he's, he's making him work for him. I think he just thinks the badger is is not. Wor- I mean, he's, look, look, he's a two thousand year old druid, fifteen hundred year old druid. He doesn't respect human life. He's the badger is just a cog in his plan. Yeah, yeah and just, then uh, and he's being helped by Thelma from uh, Scooby Doo. Well, mm-hmm. her name is Velma, and she's a whatever, babe. whatever nerd. Uh, she really was the Vin Diesel of the Scooby Doo crowd. <laughs> There is a shocking amount of Velma porn, by the way. Yes, there is. I've seen all of it. <laughs> the hell? I got to the end. Finally. Did they you just you, decide to go on a rabbit hole? They give you a badge. Uh, honestly, I have never went looking for it, but I've run smack into it a lot. Yeah, well, well I've been looking for pretty much anything you can imagine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, so, yeah, that kind of... And, uh, and the, the, Anton LaVey mentions that, like, uh, you know... The dude's boss is probably going to come looking for you. So, you know, toughen up, Badger. Do you remember that, like, uh, that uh, porn someone sent us? And it was like the Optimus Prime and R2-D2 were in a romantic relationship. Were you? Does remember someone sent that to us? Well, who was in a romantic relationship? Uh, Optimus Prime from Transformers right. and, like, R2-D2. Someone sent, like, some... some uh, fanfic of them having a romantic relationship do you remember this happening yeah no. the, yeah this isn't this where we gotta uh uh put off your clothes and jerk at will yeah yeah, yeah. Our catchphrase at one point uh it might have been matt it, um, shay it might have been uh your buddy matt oh. who sent that sent along some fanfic uh because we read an issue of transformers uh that included some sort of inter it's not even interspecies when a transformer wants to fuck <laughs> a human being i don't know what to call that like, uh, yeah, interorganism. I, I don't know what you would call that. Um, uh, on Twitter, Matt just sent me a drawing uh, that some famous artist from X-Men made of Nightcrawler eating Storm's pussy. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, 
artwork going around now of Batman going down on Catwoman because of the the big. Oh news. yeah, they said he couldn't do it. <laughs> they said he couldn't do it. But the thing is, like everybody's mad about that. But at the same time, if they had done it, everybody would be complaining that they're just being edge lords about it, and that's the only reason it's in there. So well, like, there's no, because no, years ago, years ago, there was a comic with Wasp and Hank Pym mm-hmm. where he is itty bitty yep. coming out from underneath the the blanket, very clearly having right. But that was in a period where Marvel was in a free fall and they were desperate to get any heat whatsoever. Mm. That was a period in the 90s where they were just like, anything you can do. I wonder if he just like pretended it was a punching bag. Wouldn't he come out all slimy? He did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. If he grows big, then does the slime Mm -hmm. on his skin also grow with him or does that remain? That well, no, because that isn't, isn't that isn't made out of those special particles. Oh, yeah, so particles. He, so that's really all he needs to do to kind of dry off. Now, he when to come Ant- bigger, when when Ant Man shrinks down, because when the Atom shrinks down, he keeps his strength of being a full grown man. Yeah, the Ant Man's the same. He does. So when yeah. he's pun- so when he's punching that clit, like he's really giving it to it. Right. Ooh. Right. That's rough. But they're superheroes, bruh. Yeah, I guess. Maybe I- maybe he's just playing bongos then. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure she loves that. Maybe he's like sucking on like a juicy grape. He's, he's, playing, he's playing I don't want to work on her clit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. No, gross. no, no. He's going all out. He's giving her the good yeah. stuff. He's found some uh, Rush songs. I'm going to. No, I'm going to. He's, he's got some. He's got some death metal blast beat. <laughs> I the don't double, care for any of this. Double bass drum, <laughs> drum pedal no. just going crazy. I'm, I'm going to cancel myself on this one. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. That's right. I don't. I don't even approve of that. And I said it. He makes her Max Weinberg. Ooh. <laughs> All right. That was a cute one, so I let it go. Uh, Yay. Um. So that's kind of how things end. Uh, Anton Lavey's business deal goes through swimmingly as well. So that's good for him. And then we find out how many two more times are you gonna say swimmingly on this show? Yeah, it did kind of work its way in. Well, it's you been said- going swimmingly. <laughs> it's been a very Davidly word for me to use. Bozy, <laughs> So it turns out like that his work, uh, so the the Badger's workout buddy is also a finance genius, and he is trying to get this company to uh, take their money out of the money market certificates and invest in cheap kung fu monster movies. Uh, he may actually be a terrible investment. Well, he did just no, film that guys, monster fight. Yeah, I was about to say, he just <laughs> made one, essentially. Oh, I didn't put it together. Yeah. I was wondering about this line. It's because he's gonna he's gonna release that video he shot of the fight with the badger. Yeah. Because it turns out his third career is an associate professor of economics. Again, you gotta hustle like with the that, University that's... of Wisconsin. Yes. Well, why Side hustles. Able, you wanna know why he's able to do that? He didn't play video games. <laughs> well, no. Today he that would be his third source of income would be Twitch streaming. Oh, his Twitch. He, yeah. He'd have a I Twitch. Guess. He'd have an Etsy store. No, but his Twitch is him wearing a wig and fake boobs, and he's sitting mm-hmm. in a kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. He's doing a hot tub stream. <laughs> I don't understand what the what's with the the ladies in the kiddie don't, pool. Don't don't think it, it. don't think about it. Yeah. I just don't to just to. be glad that Twitch exists and that's yeah, happening. I'm glad. I'm glad for somebody. And here the uh, badger is doing what I do: just constant push-ups. He's doing push-ups on his fingers. Yeah, I try that sometimes. My God, no, I'm I don't, I don't need that kind of injury. I'm always worried I'm going to break my hands. Yeah, me too. My perfect perfect <laughs> hands. How will I play sitar? Oh right. Yeah. Or hand model. <laughs> it's another reference Shay won't get. 
George Why? Costanza was the hand model because she, she, if you've she hates seen, Seinfeld. You hate Seinfeld, really? She I can see that. Seinfeld. I hate sitcoms. I don't know if I hate Seinfeld as much as I just don't enjoy it. Also, I was a hand model. Really? Oh yeah. What you happened? Did, that once. did you fall onto a grill? <laughs> no, it was only one opportunity, but it was paid and everything. On some album, are my hands? Mm-hmm. Should have kept going. Should have got a hand manager. Yeah. A handager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I I didn't want to pursue it that much. There's a great interview with the hand model from that like did the cover of Twilight or something, and she's batshit. Shay, if I got you some gigs as a hand model, can I get ten percent? Yeah, Absolutely. I don't know if my, I mean, now I have like some scars and shit, so I don't know if I, they'd want it. Oh, you're used sure goods. But if you, but if you can give me some gigs, yes, I will give, I will give you 15%. I'm telling, side hustles. I only need 10, shit, that's standard. It's yeah, industry really, standard. I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be a hand girl. If I want more money, I'm going to get you more money. Aw, mm-hmm. I'm down mm-hmm. for that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's what managers are for, agents mm-hmm. of managers and shit. That's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. I'm here to make sure that you get the right colored M&M's. Yep. Until you that that is a legitimate reason. That old that old Van Halen story with the M and M's. Yeah, it means they read the contract. Yeah, it meant that they read the contract and and uh, yeah, because the, their whole the Van Halen rig was so elaborate that if they didn't do it if if the roadies didn't assemble it perfectly, then uh, somebody could get hurt. And so to make sure that they read everything in the rider perfectly, they threw in something about brown M and M's. And so if they went into their hotels and saw that there were not like a bucket of brown M and M's, it means they didn't read the contract properly, and somebody could get hurt, and they would cancel the show. Yep, it was a, real a good idea. But but it became just this weird like crazy rock star legend of like what a bunch of assholes and it's like no they were actually being very proactive with uh, safety and security more David Lee genius yeah David Lee Roth Bozy Bozy Bob my guy good guy good guy uh, so yeah and then at the end we get one final surprise uh, the Badgers geese arrive yes yep. they do he's still yeah. dressed as the Badger he never stops being dressed as the Badger at this point well that's because Norman is right that was his name. Uh, is, uh, yeah, is gone pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and also nobody cares enough about him to change his clothes. Yeah, everyone no. prefers the badger. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean his badger clo- thing's been working out. It's just weird that he chose to not wear tights for leggings, but he mm-hmm. did choose to wear tights for a shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wind resistance. You, you'd think. Well, then he would just have a whole spandex suit then, instead of having his jogger. Maybe he's got a pants. huge hog. Or. Or a, oh. tiny hog, or a tiny one, and he doesn't want it showing. That's why he's in the mental ward. Well, it won't ward. show if it's tiny. Hey-o. Well, that's the problem. There won't be a bulge. Right. He's afraid. Well, you can if, fake a bulge. You can't fake a, now, a now smaller when you're, one. Now, now when you're try. Now when well, you're unless you roll fighting. it up like a fucking fruit roll-up. That's the way me and James do it. <laughs> I practice different knots on the on the sock that I put in there. Yeah, oh, I, I just and, can't get it right. And how would I know? Because when me and James first met, we locked eyes and had a uh, a, a high noon moment, and we both mm-hmm. whipped our dicks out like fruit roll ups, and they both rolled down to the floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's probably first... what happened. Do do do, wah wah wah. Yeah, and once you're tight bros with somebody, you can like uh, help them out when they forgot to bring their sock. So yeah. They're stuffing sock. Yeah, they're sock full of uh, stuff with a. a Guys cucumber. don't talk about that stuff, right? Stuffing. Dick it's size. A, it's a plot to. Uh, it's a plot point to what's that movie? Spinal Tap. 
Yeah. No, guys don't. Guys, we don't. We don't talk about that. No, not really. No, no, it's not. No, that's uncomfortable. I mean, I compared my dick to a fruit roll-up. That's not realistic. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's podcast talk. That's just podcast talk. It's just podcast talk. Yeah, yeah. This is podcast, podcast talk. talk. Yeah. Um, and then the badger trains the geese, and he's actually yeah. gotten them working as a as a fighting unit. Yeah. 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 That's the end. And uh, then the and then the comic lets us know it's going to be hot in August. Yeah, the next issue is Hot August Night. My favorite Motley Crue album. And uh, the next issue, uh, the Badger is paralyzed, and he has to be in a wheelchair. <laughs> nope. Nope. That was, uh, oh, God, I've forget, like, forgotten even who that was. The Cougar. The Cougar. Fuck yes. the Cougar. And the Cougar who had the same costume. Yes. Yeah, did not wear it nearly as well. To the point no. of where I also got confused and thought this might have been the same character rebooted. No, 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 no. This is all original. That's all Badger, baby. What do we think of it? Uh, I'm going to give this, uh, I'll give this 10 stars. Wow. Shay? Five out of five. Uh, oh, now I feel bad. Um, I, I, I really like this series. I like the way it looks. I get, I get the feeling that if I sat down with the trades, which I might do, uh, I'm going to love it. Uh, this was a, a very strong issue and I think, uh, the whole thing is probably really great, but this issue is just quote unquote, just four out of five plump Canadian honkers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But I I think the overall series could probably be bumped up to five. I liked it. This this thing was crazy. I yeah. did. It was, it was crazy. There was a lot of potential with this character. Very yeah. invested. I would say this might be a fun one to put back on the wheel and do a different episode. Or I agree. A yeah. Different issue. I, I agree. Yeah. Check in 30 issues later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. See where yeah, he's we at. That. Yeah, we can check that out. Well, speaking of which, uh, do we want to pick something for next week? Yeah. Let's, let's do let's, it. Let's, How are we going to do that? Let's spin. Do, yeah, spin. We're going to spin? That. Wheel. Okay. Yeah, All right. Spin we're that gonna, wheel. Yeah, we're going to do, do the wheel. Um, yeah, we got some fun stuff on there. Archie Comics. Yeah, some fun. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Uh, the Toxic Avenger. Funny Man. What's Funny Man about? There's a couple of Kirby books I've been desperate to, to read that will hopefully pop up. Death so, Race 2020. Um, yeah, Death Race. Death Race, yeah. All right. Um, let's get some uh, spinning music going and see what we got this week. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the Hollies covering Dylan's This Wheel's on Fire. Yeah. See, we'll we'll never run out of wheel spinning hey. songs. An- another song that might be about herpes, just like uh, Ring, Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire is definitely awesome. about herpes. Yeah. All right. All right. I can spin to this. All right. Uh, let's see if our wheel's on fire with a good selection. A fire with herpes. Come on. There it goes. It's wow. taking a while. Yeah. It's making us work for oh. it. What? Sonic Disruptors. What the Ooh. hell is Sonic Disruptors? This is one that you remembered, right, This James? is one I remembered. I told Mike about it. Mike got so excited, said we have to do it, and now he doesn't remember what I it don't. was. I don't. I don't remember what it is. Sonic Disruptors, we don't have a particular issue pick, so we'll have to pick an issue. We'll look at some covers. That's just how we normally select things. Um, but Sonic Disruptors was an unfinished uh, DC miniseries in the 80s, maybe early 90s, I think late 80s. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Which was basically like, it was basically like civil disobedience with like Sonic guns, and it was so bad and so ill-reviewed that they just gave up on it midway through and never was completed. Oh, I was pretty excited to do this. Well, then be excited for another week because we're going to take a look at one of the issues next week. Um, normally, I like to say what issue number, but considering nobody's going to go dig up a copy of Sonic Disruptors to follow along, it doesn't really matter. We'll just make sure it's not racist. Well, I'm yeah. not gonna, we're not going to make we're not gonna make sure too hard. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll skim. I'm not against skimming, but come on, I got things to do today. 
I mean, not, we're not going to be Miss America bad. No, it can't, it can't possibly I be. I was about to say, that was our lowest. I don't yeah. think we could ever go that low again. Yeah. We yeah. could have just not have done it. No. We discussed it, it not putting it out. It had to be addressed. <laughs> I'm a stickler for, for doing what we said we were going to do. I agree. I yeah. remember my post on Instagram for that episode was just saying, fuck this comic on the black mm-hmm. square. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we, brought, we brought a troubling issue to the world's attention, just like Tom Hanks and Yellowface. Yep, that <laughs> son of a bitch. Know. You're not that, getting away with that, it, Tommy. That, that racist bastard. Yeah, we're not letting you get away with this. Um, we yeah. want Chet. We <laughs> want Chet. Get Chet Hayes out here and do a good I want uh, Chet to be digitally uh, put in all of uh, Tom Hanks' roles throughout I his entire career. I thought Chet had some issues with him doing some sort of like Jamaican accent. Oh, uh, I can't imagine that wonderful young man would do such a thing. Yeah, he's a responsible guy. He's a responsible young man. For sure. I don't know, man. I don't know. The Hanks family might, might have some skeletons in the closet we don't know about. <laughs> They'll never financially recover from this. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey everybody, uh, you can sacrifice your finger to that subscribe button on Ooh. Spotify, on Apple Music, or Amazon, or DarkSidesCouch.com, or wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, send us your comic book requests at DarkSidesCouch on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're going to spin that wheel in the near future, I'm sure. And keep uh, sending me porn on Twitter. Yeah, please. Please send porn to DarkSidesCouch on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, you can follow uh, Reagan Shut em Down on Twitter for the latest news in Reagan shutting down the mental institutions. I'm going to guess the, we're never going to get new news on that. Yeah, the hottest news, but as soon well, as there's some news breaking, I don't use Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and we don't. When we lost the we lost the password, so yeah. we can't we can't get in. But rest assured, if there's any news about Reagan shutting down the mental institutions, we will find a way in. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. Anybody got anything they want to add before we get out of here? Uh, you know, maybe if we want to keep knife wheeling badger men off the streets, we need to reopen those mental institutions mm-hmm. and force people to go in. Yeah, jam people in with those uh, yeah. with those giant suction cups and just yeah. start pushing them all in. Like in China when they're pushing the, the people into the, the train cars to go to work, yeah. That's Japan, but yeah. Oh, no. well, then I need to change my vacation plans. Yeah. Well, only a capitalist nation would do such a thing. <laughs> Are you defending the Chinese government? I'm not, hey, I, I'm not saying that America has its own problems. I'm not not defending the Chinese government. I'm not going to ignore gonna... their achievements. You got John Cena here on the show all of a sudden. That's, that's right. Me and John Cena are taking a trip to Beijing. <laughs> Shay, you got any closing thoughts? Um, Mike just kind of convinced me to keep him shut down because I think the Badger should be on the street. Oh. Right, he's fighting demons, and, and uh, but he is doing this as a menace. He's just killing uh, stray dog murdering demons that keep this neighborhood clean. That's a vigilante discussion. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders, and we'll talk to you next time on the couch. Let's see how we're going to do this here. All right, so we'll carve this up. This knife is designed for chopping, slicing, dicing, because the long blade allows you to cut large pieces of meat. Everything from chopping, dicing, slicing, dicing, chopping, dicing, slicing, dicing, slicing, chopping, or perhaps even dicing. Oh, I wish you could smell this. Fatality.